Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here, and welcome to episode 1763 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. Productivity, discipline, and focus are my three greatest strengths, and they can be yours to Fire Nation. Visit themasteryjournal.com and master all three skills in one hundred days. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Kavit Haria. Kavit, are you prepared to ignite? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. Kavit is a creator of Automated Business System, where he helps experts leverage their time, knowledge, and skill to create online, thriving, profitable, and scalable businesses. Kavit, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. I'm a musician. I play what is known as the tabla. It's a North Indian drum. I've played that for as long as I remember. And uh, I've been fortunate to have a, an interesting music career. I've played with lots of different uh, artists. And uh, I've, you know, my interest has always been in playing Asian in, Indian music with Western music, pop, pop, jazz, R&B, hip hop. So it's been a pretty interesting ride. And then, you know, that led me into launching uh, Insider Music Business, which really was about helping musicians learn how to get more gigs, sell more music, get more exposure, uh, and ultimately became my first experience in the online business world and uh, launching, if you like, a a collection of products that was basically educational and helping people to, uh, you know, improve their music careers. And that's really where I personally learned the art of marketing automation and how to uh, design you know, customer journeys that are exciting enough to get people to buy. And so that brings me to where I am today. I live in London. I am born in London also, although I lived a lot of my life in Lagos, Nigeria before coming back to London. So and I, in Lagos, Nigeria, I went to an American school, which is why I have an American accent. So everything is a bit mixed up and I'm trying to figure out where I'm from. <laughs> Well, Fire Nation, if you're recognizing Kavit's American accent, that's because he was on episode 1015 of EO Fire. So definitely, if you have a chance, go back, check that out, because we talked about his journey, his worst moments, one of his greatest aha moments. I don't remember if I told you this, Kavit, on our last episode, but you know that I was in a Bollywood movie? No, I never knew that. Oh, well, there you go. I never brought it up. I'm surprised. But yeah, I traveled uh, the entire continent of India back in 2007 for four months. One of my stops was Mumbai, and uh, I got picked up to be a little extra in a a movie called Yuv Raj, which was uh, a lot of fun. Sounds exciting. I'm going to have to look it up. I'm actually flying this evening right now to Mumbai. Oh, cool. Maybe they'll have it on the flight. That would be (laughs) awesome. Yeah, Katrina Kaif and Shah Rukh Khan are in it, and it's the first and last time I ever wore makeup, and they put it on me, so that's that's my only excuse. But it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, Kavir, we're going to be focusing today on talking about funnels. We're going to be talking a little bit about empathy. We're going to be talking about building an automated business system because Fire Nation, everybody loves the idea of passive income, of monthly recurring revenue, of all of these things. So we're going to kind of unpack some of the myths as well as, you know, just some of the realities of that world. Uh, but before we even do dive into that, Kavit, let's kind of talk real quick about what you consider your area of expertise. Like, what are you an expert in? Break that down for us. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that do amazing work. Uh, they they know what they're doing. They're great at their craft. But what they're not so good at is figuring out uh, who they're supposed to reach and what kind of impact they're supposed to make. You know, like how do they take what it is that they're really good at, magnify that message, figure it out, clear it up, and then package it in a way that can reach a lot more people, which ultimately will have a bigger impact in the world. 
And my job is to do that. And that's what really makes me come alive. Like every morning thinking about new people, new ideas, what they're working on, and just saying to them, how do you get that out there to the world? How do you define, how do you define a process that allows more people to, uh, you know, you grab more attention, you have more attractiveness, and therefore you take people on a journey that really allows you to reach more people and have more impact with what it is that you're doing. What just seems to be a consistent mistake that entrepreneurs are making over and over again that you're just seeing that you're just like, oh, I just wish that entrepreneurs knew this because it would make their lives so much better, it would make their businesses so much more successful, it would make the revenue so much easier to come by. What's that one thing you just keep seeing us make a mistake on over and over again? I think there's, it boils down to something really big, which is that entrepreneurship, I don't really believe is for everybody. I think it's, it's hard work. It's not easy. It's not, there is a glitz life that comes with it. I guess there is a glamorousness that comes with it, but you know, that's like the 10% that you you'll see of entrepreneurs and 90% of it is actually tough work that it's getting your head down, getting the stuff done, getting the stuff marketed, getting the stuff built, sharing what it is that, you know, it's not always, uh, you know, fast cars, big houses, all and all that kind of stuff, which which kind of is the picture that sometimes paint is sometimes painted and attractive. But what I find really interesting about that, however, is that in order for you to be that persistent, dedicated entrepreneur, you need to have commitment. And commitment means in every shape of the the work, like you know, in the product that you create, are you showing commitment throughout? Is the quality remaining the same? Is the delivery remaining the same? Are you committed to putting out content on social media, for example, or or on the podcast or on blogs or whatever it is that you're doing for your marketing? Are you being consistent and committed to that process throughout? And I think a lot of entrepreneurs seem to get caught up in the idea of trying so many different new things and then never finding two, three, four, five things that they're really good at, double downing into that strength and then staying committed with it. And I think if, if only that area was solved, I think it would make a huge amount of difference to the kind of results that people are seeing. One thing that Gary Vaynerchuk says that I've definitely been resonating with lately is, you know, hey, the 84th employee of Facebook is going to be more financially successful than every single entrepreneur that's going to launch their business in the next 10 years. Because you know what? Sometimes it's okay to be number two, to be number 10, to be number 100. You don't have to be number one solo uno, that unemployable solopreneur. Like you can be if it's in your DNA, if it's in your blood but you don't have to be. There are other paths to take that can still maybe give you that fix because like, I'm sure that 84th employee at Facebook you know, still feels like an entrepreneur and they're still doing some really cool things, but you know, they're not at the top of that totem pole. Now, I get it, Kavit, consistency, quality, commitments. That's all absolute necessities for success with entrepreneurship, but let's get like one unique tip, tool or tactic that you've seen entrepreneurs apply or that you think that we should be applying. Like, let's kind of get granular here. Yeah, sure. And I think the first thing uh, has to be the obvious thing, which is that most entrepreneurs don't actually know who they're targeting their work to. And I, I don't mean that in a broad sense, because everybody knows in a broad sense who they're essentially trying to sell to. But I think there's a there's something to be said about being specific and super niched with the different sectors of a, of a targeting audience. So for example, you know, you could be selling, I could be selling, I used to sell a course called Magnetic Marketing for Musicians, which is essentially a course that showed Musicians, how to market themselves, get more exposure, get more gigs, etc. And I would sell that to musicians. But musicians is just so broad that if I sell that program to musicians, for example, uh, I would get some sales here and there, but it really wouldn't just be a, a hook into any of these people. Like they just wouldn't really resonate with it and stick with it enough unless I turned it around and which I did to marketing, magnetic marketing for 
guitarists and drummers and pianists and, and separate the product marketing strand out. It doesn't mean I have to have different product, by the way. It just means that when I'm speaking to a specific group of people, I'm speaking to them in a way that they'll really understand. Because at the end of the day, I think, as, you, as rightly as you said, Gary Vaynerchuk, who I was very fortunate that we were sharing the stage in London just in May this year, 2017, and uh, he spoke very clearly about the idea of attention and the fact that everything is about grabbing and getting attention. And the only way you can do that is you're speaking the language of that person, which I guess leads on to the idea of empathy, which you had mentioned at the beginning. So I love all of this. And one thing that I was excited to chat with you about today, Kavit, was the sales funnel and the business success that you've been able to achieve with some of your clients. Because I really love the story. I really love the case studies that we can really chat about. Because, you know, Fire Nation, if you can't relate specifically with one of these case studies or stories or or successes that we're going to be talking about because it's not in your industry, um, well, guess what? That can be applied to your industry. And sometimes that's even a better opportunity because if you're just hearing what people in your own industry are doing and you're just trying to replicate that, well, you're kind of in a red ocean. So I love when people apply strategies from different niches, different industries to what they're doing, getting that nice little blue ocean opportunity being first to market having that land grab i think that's absolutely spot on because i mean one of the first books i ever read in my business journey was a book by jay abraham it was called getting everything you can out of all you've got and in there one of the really interesting ideas that he talks about was um is the idea of like find industries that are doing spectacular work in any specific area and then take those ideas and inject them into your own industry because if they're working in one industry but you're not seeing them in your industry doesn't mean it's going to not work in your industry. It's just it could be a new way, a new energy, a new injection, a new insight, a fresh burst of energy that you bring into your industry that could be the thing that you need to catapult what it is that you're doing. So let's talk about that. What's some of the success that some of your clients have had that you think would be kind of cool to share with Fire Nation? Sure. I mean, I work with all kinds of, uh, I would call them experts, but essentially they could be coaches, consultants, therapists, speakers, People that have a body of knowledge and a body of style or style of work that they do that helps somebody achieve a transformational result. Um, one of our, our case studies um, that I like to share when I when I present is is a lady called Dr. Julie Coffey. She's a medical doctor. She uh, has been a family doctor for many many years, but she struggles with the idea of if only they understood their their body or their weight or their 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 health, they could lose a lot of weight and feel a lot better. And so she created a course online packaging our knowledge, sharing with participants, essentially, the ideas around understanding your body, your diet, your nutrition. Uh, and and this, is, this is an idea I'm sharing here because I think it could be applied to any kind of medical practitioner, a fitness trainer, a personal trainer. And this is quite relatable, that everyone has their own style and way of fixing and dealing with things. So there is a unique aspect to it. Although, of course, you know, like to lose weight, you have to look at diet and nutrition and, uh, um, and uh, exercise no matter what, as well as the mental state. So she created this course. It's 12 weeks long. She called it Uber Slim. Uh, she built it. Uh, we built together a sales funnel, which included a webinar, um, a, a report, a checklist that people would download through Facebook advertising, which is how she would fill up her leads. She wrote a weekly blog. She writes a weekly email newsletter. She sends people to a sales letter where they start to engage with her and find out what it is that the course is about before they go ahead and purchase. And the course sells for, uh, I think, $99 right now. And then they go into the members area and they drip feed and receive the material. Essentially, the most of that process is, is completely automated once it's set up. All she needs to do and all she needs to work on is, one, bringing in traffic, whether it's advertising, whether it's appearing on other people's podcasts, whether it's 
guest blogging, whether it's PR. Just yesterday, she sent me an email saying that she's now been filmed for a TV show. All these kind of things bring in uh, attraction and bring in leads. And then, of course, there's a whole amount of work that's to be done with engaging with that audience, which I think is very crucial and a lot of people miss out because it's in that engaging that you turn a lot of visitors who are cold into customers that are happy and raving fans. One thing that I love, Fire Nation, is that once you dial in your funnel, then all you need to do is just figure out how to get good quality traffic to the top of that funnel and then let your funnel do its work. Like really just nail those different steps that come out to whatever that might be at the end, that $99 course in this example, or you know, for me, Podcasters Paradise, whatever that might be. How do you get people into the top part of that funnel? Good qualified leads. Maybe it is through that paid traffic. Maybe it's through other types of content marketing like social media. Maybe it's through being on podcasts or TV shows, all these different opportunities but the key is have a dialed-in funnel, and then you figure out the traffic part because that just comes down to now the dollars and cents because now you know, hey, if I'm spending $5 on a lead per lead that converts to a $99 course, I can do that all day long. Now, Kavit, let's talk pretty briefly, but I am curious about this. What is the role of empathy in business? Yeah, I think that it's really important to, to touch on that because most people will design sales funnels without even thinking very deeply about their audience. And the thing is, the person you're trying to convert, if you can't really understand as much as you can about them, about their state of being, about their well-being, about what matters to them, about the people that matter to them, about the places they go, the things they read, the ideas they're interested in, if you don't really figure out who those people are and what matters to them, how in the world are you going to be able to increase your conversions or or take people on a shorter sales journey or you know decrease the amount of time that it takes to convince or share or convert or attract somebody to become a customer. So empathy, I think, is is really important. I think it, it matters more in in business now than it's ever mattered before. The only way to, to build a huge following on social media that's, you know, it's easy to get up to several million followers on social media, I think, because you could pay for that, but it's not easy for them to consistently read your messages, watch your videos, connect with you on Instagram. It's not easy enough for them to regularly do that. Uh, and the only way to get them to regularly do that is if you understand who they are and therefore share about yourself and about the things that you're doing for them, uh, as opposed to always it being, you know, what's in it for me. Empathy, Fire Nation, it's real. And if you think Value Bond's been dropped thus far, just wait till after we get back from thanking our sponsors. Let's get personal, Fire Nation. Are you suffering from LBNI? Don't be afraid. It's actually quite common. It stands for learning but never implementing. If you just answered yes, then great news. My friend Billy Jean has a perfect cure. Grab a pen or turn on some major memory power. On August 31st, 2017, Billy Jean is hosting a private workshop for marketers and entrepreneurs at the Hard Rock Hotel in downtown San Diego. He's laying it all on the table and has one goal in mind to have every attendee leave with a Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube ad ready to launch. What? So if you're tired of learning but never implementing, now's the time to turn it around. Visit buildadswithbilly.com and reserve your spot today. This workshop's almost sold out, so be sure to check it out at buildadswithbilly.com. 
Don't let the frustration and overwhelm of creating the perfect design for your next website or logo get you down. Delegate that with Design Crowd. One of the many great things about Design Crowd is rather than paying expensive fees and waiting weeks for an agency to pitch an idea or create a great looking logo for you, you can have what you need within days. All you have to do is launch your brief, then designers will begin submitting quality designs for your review. Within hours, you'll receive your first design, and over the course of several days, a typical project will receive six to 100 plus different designs to choose from. All that's left to do is to pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your project on Design Crowd. So Kavit, we're back and I'm kind of curious about this because for me, I have been pushing funnels for a long time. I've seen it in my business. Like I actually love the entire phrase, your business is your funnel. I know that my revenue started going through the roof as soon as I started having funnels that converted. But I'm curious, you know, from someone like yourself who's kind of dedicated his life and his business to this, how do you define that word funnel? Yeah, a very, very cool question. I think that the funnel really is about... Of course, there's a whole idea of mechanics that surround it, like what what should be a lot of people will labor over. Should I have this lead magnet? Should I have that magnet? Uh, you know, should I be selling a product like this or should? And we have answers for all those kind of things. But I think that those but I think those are all mechanics. And I think the funnel really fundamentally comes down to your customer, your person that you're trying to sell to is in a specific place right now. They're. There, it could be a painful place. It could be a happy place. Whatever it is, you've got to define where are they right now. And then the end part of the funnel is an experience where they are achieving the thing that they want to achieve, feeling the way that they want to achieve, being the person they want to be, whatever it is that you're selling to them, really. You're taking them from you know, a, an unlearned state of something to a learned state of something else. You know, um, And the funnel is basically... How do I humanely take that person by understanding who they are, knowing who they are, feeling who they are, and just getting them to trust me that I can take them on the journey to the other end? And that really is the the whole point of a funnel, Um, to get somebody to really deeply connect with you so that that, that you can be their partner in the journey. And then the mechanics and the other bits that we talked about are all the stuff that can help you achieve that. Okay, so you said a key word there, journey, which I'm going to move into in a second. But first off, Fire Nation, Kavit just shared, you know, a funnel is where they are right now. That's where they start. They're unlearned. And then you're taking them to that learned state. That's where they're going to be moving through that process, that funnel. Now, for me, Kavit, a phrase that I love when it comes to funnels, and I would love your feedback on this because I'm always evolving my phrase and trying to learn more, is a funnel, in a sense, is the journey that you take your lead on, your customer, your client, your prospect on. So it's the journey that you're taking a person on from the moment that they engage your company um, until that moment where you know they're accomplishing or achieving what you want them to to at that end point. So how can we kind of improve upon that? Or like, what are your thoughts on that phrase? There are a couple of things to consider. The first one is that it's got to be as easy as possible for you to allow someone to enter the journey, whatever the journey is. But somebody has to, it's, you, sometimes we make it so difficult for people to just want to engage with us. And part of that could be, you know, it could, you could take that all the way back to just encountering you on social media and then making sure it's easy enough for them to fan, to, to follow you as a fan, to follow you on Twitter, to follow you on Instagram, to subscribe to your YouTube 
and engage with them on a constant basis. It could be, how do we make that as simple as possible? People make videos these days and don't forget to say at the end of the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Nobody's going to do something if you don't tell them to do it. So I think it's really, really important that we, we start to simplify what we want them to do and make it really easy for them to begin that journey. Uh, sometimes people give away like video series and, and webinars and, and more complicated pieces of item uh, as the opt-in, as the initial engagement route via an email list. I think it should really just be as simple as a checklist, uh, a one or two page checklist that it's attractive, that shows me what's what I'm missing, that shows me where the end goal is, etc. That's easy enough for me to opt in and consume, not just opt in, but opt in and consume. And I think as long as we're fixing that, we're going to see a, a huge inflow of people into the journey. And then it's really a case of what I think that word really means, which is about engaging and nurturing and taking people on a journey or on, on a on a on a on a pathway or on a you know on a on a walkway, as it were, that leads them to where they want to go to. And that means regularly, consistently keeping in touch with them and sharing stuff that it that that that, that impacts them, as opposed to just sharing emails for the purpose of you getting the sales and the money that you want. Take us home, Kavit. Let's talk about how to build an automated business system. So the, the process first starts with understanding what your area of expertise is, absolutely. And then the process moves on into looking specifically at what sets you apart. Like what is it that sets you apart as a fit, fitness trainer, for example, to all the other fitness trainers? What is it that sets you apart as a business coach with all the other business coaches? And this is a really difficult one for most people to get to grips with. They feel like they're, most people end up saying in, in a call with us the exact same things that the other business coaches said. It's, you know, I have this many years of experience. I've worked with this many types of clients. You know, I've had this much experience in my business career. But apart from the results or those tangibles, there are tons of intangibles that make you unique. And that is why people will buy you. People buy you, of course, right? They don't buy the services. They don't buy the, the coaching. They don't buy the, 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 the events or the workshops. They buy specifically who you are. And am I trusting you enough to do that? So I think that's really important to nail down before you then jump into identifying where they are right now, your prospective clients in terms of their mindset, in terms of their beliefs, in terms of their values, it's in terms the of the things that matter to them. And where are they when they experience the result? What would they be feeling at that point? What would they be believing, thinking, doing, experiencing at that point? And if you can map that journey out, then you're on the way to mapping out what the product is that you're going to sell, what the main program is that you're going to sell. And then it's a case of working backwards and identifying what is the best sales funnel that does four things. Number one, lead generation. What do we do to get people to come to us? Number two, lead capture. What is it that we need to be offering to open the doors, open the gateways to allow the lead to begin to engage with us? Number three, lead nurturing. How are we best going to engage with them on a consistent basis? Not just through email, but what else are we going to do? What else are we going to create? What else are we going to share? How are we going to you know, share value that overcomes objections that they might have to the sale? And number four, what are the elements that we're going to do for lead conversion to allow that person to move from being a subscriber, a reader, a viewer, a watcher, whatever it is, to a customer? And I think these are the four critical areas of a sales funnel that then get designed once you go through that initial process. Lead generation lead capture, lead nurture, lead conversion. Fire Nation, go through these four steps. Make sure that your funnel 
is tightly sealed with all of them. Now, Kavit, let's end on fire, brother, with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Cool. I think that the most uh, inspiring people that I've ever met are the people that have found an idea that has really resonated with them and then run with it. So what I would say is, and I try to emulate this as much in my life, because when I go and find inspiring people that that do things for me in ways that other people haven't, then I look for things about how they work and what how they think. So the only thing I would say right at this point is that if there's something that has resonated with you, whatever it is, don't take time pondering it. Don't take time overthinking it. Just run with it. Take the, take the leap. Make the mistakes and use the learnings that you get to move things forward in your life. My website is uh, www.insiderinternetsuccess.com. We offer a free 30-minute uh, strategy session to talk with people specifically about their businesses and to see whether we can help them map out sales funnels. And of course, there's no obligation to purchase anything. It's an invite to see what we do. And if there's some uh, interest, then of course, we'd be happy to have a chat about that. Insiderinternetsuccess.com. And of course, you can find me on the uh, social media a bandwagon of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, where I produce a documentary every week about the way that I work. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with KH and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Kavit, that's K-A-V-I-T, in the search bar. Not just this episode, but episode 1015 will pop right up. You can listen to both. They're both very enjoyable, value-packed, bomb-type episodes. And these are the best show notes in the biz. All the timestamps, all the links are all going to be right there for you. Um, but of course, go to insiderinternetsuccess.com. That's a direct way to get to all of Kavit's genius. Now, Kavit, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Kavit today. And if you are ready to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, well, awesome. Check out the Freedom Journal at thefreedomjournal.com and it will do just that for you. And use promo code podcast for a nice little gift, nice little discount from me, JLD, as a thank you for listening to the podcast. And I will catch you, Fire Nation, on the flip side. If you suffer from learning but never implementing, then great news. My friend Billy Jean has the cure because on August 31st, 2017, he's hosting a private workshop for marketers and entrepreneurs, and he's got one goal in mind, to have every attendee leave with a Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube ad ready to launch. Visit buildadswithbilly.com and reserve your spot today.